Well, hello everybody and welcome to episode 160 of We Podcast and We Know Things, where we recap all of the week's nerdy news. My name is Greg Hall, and alongside of me, the best damn voice in the business, as almost always, <laughs> Sam Matur. And we're coming in glitch free, baby. <laughs> that was, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't say that. That we already fucked up. Oh, hey, your intro, your little song, I was like, shit, uh, I, I might have to change that up. I'm, I'm doing <laughs> terrible tonight. It is uh, November 14th, 2019, 7.24 p.m. as we record this episode, episode 160. Again, if you're new to the podcast, we are the single source for all things nerd, pop culture, wrestling, video games, movies, music, television, all that good stuff. Uh, and you know what? We appreciate everybody who's new to the show and also our longtime listeners. And, and the only thing you left out? Was comics? Other than that, you hit every did topic. I, did I miss yeah. comics? You hit every other topic. And sometimes we do food. Yeah, sometimes. sometimes. Sometimes we do food and beverage. You never you change never it know. up. We podcast and we know things. Dot com. All one word is your link to everything. We podcast and we know things related, including links to our social media, which is at Instagram at we podcast and we know things. All one word. Type we podcast and we know things into Facebook to find us there. Find us on Twitter at Greg Talks a Lot and at Samuel Matoro. Uh, that'll do it for the social media. Um, and again, everything else are links to our store, links to our Patreon. If you want to get involved there, uh, we thank you very much for that. If you want to send us an email, we podcast and we know things at gmail.com. And thank you very quickly to our friends in the We Pod Squad, MRC Tech presents the last podcast, and the Ion Ryan Show coming to you alternating Tuesdays right here, exclusively, not so much, on the We Podcast and We Know Things Facebook feed. We got a big show, a huge show, a king size show for you tonight. And as you're listening to this, it's November 15th or after. And you might ask yourself, what game is coming out November 15th? That we've been talking about for a while that we can't wait to play. And I you're right. I can't remember. You're right. The answer, my friends, is Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. And uh, those reviews are not available as of the time of this recording. They're not making the reviews live until wow. the day of release. So we don't have your Star Wars Jedi that's Fallen Order review. I, I don't know if that's good or not. I think it's fine because it's Star Wars and they don't want to go up with Pokemon. Because Pokemon is obviously why, the game I was talking about, and those up, reviews dropped yesterday. So why would know. you go up against Pokemon? Why different just, platform. Completely different platform. Well, you don't think that's still going to Jedi is it? not available on Nintendo, yeah. and Pokemon is not available on PlayStation or Xbox. So you're, you don't think it's... It's, it's completely well, different. What if someone has both and me. says, shit. Me. No. I canceled my Jedi. No, no that's what I'm saying. Like, I, really, I can only have the money for one right yeah. now. If they waited a week or two... I, I, I canceled know. my... Well, I mean, it's the holidays. Everything's coming out every week. True, Um... But I did cancel my Jedi Fallen Order pre-order, which I'm kind of pissed about. I kind of want to trade stuff in tomorrow <coughs> when I get uh, Sword and Shield and, like, see, but whatever. Uh, a couple of uh, housekeeping announcements before we get into the agenda for the show. Number one, I'm sick. You're going to hear coughing. You're going to hear some sneezing, maybe some sniffling. The I'm so sorry. that I'm taking right now. I am so sorry. Sam is three feet from my mouth, and I'm very <laughs> sorry for that. Also, it is the winter time, and we do live in the Northeast, so uh, you you may hear an HVAC system kick in the middle of this. We try to soundproof it. We try to do everything we can. We move locations. We do whatever we can. We can't get away from it, so I do apologize in advance if the HVAC comes on. It is hella loud, so if it does, I'll try to, uh, in the editing post thing. The temperature in here is like 45 degrees, so bear with us. Yeah, um, <laughs> I, I'm trying to not have the HVAC yeah. go on as long as humanly possible. We got a big show again. Like I said, uh, 
Uh, trivia is going to kick us off at six and a half for me, two and a half for Sam, and our race to eleven win by two. We're going to start off with a big giant overall review of Disney Plus and what that has to offer, including The Mandalorian. Start off in gaming, where Sam's going to take the hosting duties for that section where we do have the review for Sword and Shield. I also give my impressions of a game I played when I swore I never would. Um, you should know me by now. Uh, I'll take back over in the movies for three different reviews and in some impressions with a ton of other stories as well in the movies. And, like, what's becoming mo- our most popular and our most filled space over the past, like, year is TV. And TV's going to end it for us tonight. we got a ton to, t- to talk about in the TV space. Um, if we have time, if we're not running really long, we'll do a really co- uh, small review of AEW's Full Gear pay-per-view. We previewed it last week. And then again, the uh, accompanying Dynamite episode from this past Wednesday. Sam has his CGC Spotlight of the Week, our picks of the week, and we will get out of here. Uh, so without further ado, uh, it is six and a half for me, two and a half for you. Trivia, first to 11, win by two. And this one's probably a slam dunk for our MRC tech, Sean. So. And it's, if it's Star Wars, I ain't got it. And it is. I ain't got it. How old? 7,000. Is Yoda... When he dies. 1,500. 1,050. 1,500. Final answer. Incorrect, but close. 900. Okay. Very close. Very close. I know because when we get to the Mandalorian, the spoiler... Yeah. We're going to talk spoilers, by the way. The spoiler of that is a certain age already and doesn't appear to be. Which is where, obviously, my question came. And Yoda, Yoda is much older than he appears. And he appears old as shit in those movies. Mine is... Nickelodeon. I'm screwed. 90s Nickelodeon. You got it, dude. It's on lock for you. Doug, Rugrats, Ren and Stimpy. They were the first three Nicktoons ever released in 1991. They all came out the same day, same month. Doug came out first, Rugrats, and then then Ren and Stimpy. The fourth Nicktoon to debut ever was in 1993. What was it? I, I see the list in my head. I know them three came out the same exact day because I saw. Well, that's why the they're, same... not, they're not in the choices. I gave them I to know. you clearly because I said I the know. question. But and what was the fourth? What was the fourth one? God damn! What was at the top? Let me hear him. I, I I can't remember. I mean, they're going to be the four you you expect. Yeah, but I, hey, I, hey, Arnold, Rocco's Modern Life, Our Real Monsters, or the Angry Beavers. Open spaces. <laughs> Let's go, Hey Arnold. I figured you were gonna go there. Ah, real monsters. Nope. Good. Then I feel Rocco. Like, all right, good. I feel good. <laughs> I figured you go. That hey wasn't Arnold. that wasn't on my thing. Yeah, I figure you go, Hey Arnold. It's probably the most popular of those four. Uh, maybe Rocco. It got that revival on Netflix, yeah. the forty-five minute revival. I still gotta watch it. I'm slacking hard. It's, it's good. It's all right. I mean, it's Rocco. It's yeah. I heard it. Was, I didn't hear it was bad. I just heard it was good. It's 2019 Rocco. It can be a little weird with the voice acting at times, but it was okay. It held my attention. Let's put it that way. Before we go into the gaming section, where I do my vow, this thing I, I've been prepared for the week, and uh, and again we talk a little sword and shield and stuff. We don't have the game yet. That'll be next week because I will have the game hopefully beaten by then. Um, and we, we can talk about it. Probably stay away from spoilers at that point because I don't want to ruin it for Sam. 
But before we get into that and the gaming section, let's talk about it. It's out. It's been out for about four days now. Uh, as you're hearing this episode, at least four days. I downloaded it at 3.09 a.m. the day it was available, nine minutes after that app released. I had zero problems with it, although other people had technical issues. Uh, we're talking, of course, about Disney+. Plus. Yeah, I subscribed legit at 10 a.m. Like, as when I already saw people having problems, I was like, shit, I, I should have did this. Like, I should have fucking pre-ordered this months ago. I was slacking, and I didn't have the 160, I think, so I I just did the 699 for now, mm-hmm. for a month. You didn't even do 70 bucks for the year? I, I, at the time, I didn't, I didn't get paid at that time, so mm-hmm. I couldn't do it. So I was like, all right, I'll wait. I'll, I'll go cheapo. <laughs> it's only 699 but again, I had no issues. Thank God. Yeah, I haven't had one issue. It did buffer for like one second last night when we were trying to watch something. Um, and it like took us back to the home screen and then the home screen wouldn't load because it looked like it was right at dinner time. So I'm sure everybody just came home and tried to just jam and the traffic It in, seems but. the most problems is coming from the Fire Sticks. Uh, yeah, I mean, I downloaded it on my Xbox One, okay. on two iPads and two cell phones. And it seems to work fine on all of those. The Xbox is where we had the, the buffer issue and the lag issue. I haven't had a single problem on my iPad or iPhone or Ashley's iPad or iPhone. So yeah. we've had a good experience. What did you watch on your computer? Yeah, I did the computer. I, I guess I could have downloaded it on PlayStation. I think they, it's on. PlayStation 4 does have an app now. Yeah, yeah. so I, I guess I might as well just download that next time I turn it on. Yeah, you have your PlayStation in your room, so you have it on yeah. your computer. Yeah. You can watch it on your television. Yep. Yeah. I mean, like when I turned that service on for the first time, as did over 10 million new subscribers in one freaking day yeah, that's first day alone 3.2 million app app downloads and 10 million active users on day one so as i turn my app on for the first time like a million other folks 10 million other folks i was blown away by the selection and here's the kicker i knew what was going to be on it but yeah. to still see it all in one spot and it's real it's not like holy shit it's behind a paywall or it's all fake like i could watch every disney movie at my fingertips if I wanted to back yeah. to back and it's crazy and they have all these cool sections and everything what did you think when you first opened that app and you saw it I, I was kind of like overwhelmed a little bit just seeing everything in front of you <coughs> yeah and, and how much I actually wanted to watch I before I I watched Mandalorian I almost started to binge the shit out of Gargoyles, Gargoyles. I figured you'd go there it's I watched the Mandalorian first I will say that no, was I the didn't. first thing I watched I just, on it's Disney the Plus. only thing I watched I watched so it at 3 15 a.m on uh Tuesday going into Wednesday no Tuesday Monday going into Tuesday. That's rough. So yeah, three probably forty minutes. It's okay. The past four nights I've been awake since three o'clock tonight included, and I think my body's just used to it at this point. Because last night is the only night I woke up at three and stayed awake again without Helena being awake. She slept through the night, so now my body's just conditioned. And you just didn't want to go back to sleep. No, I couldn't. It's like my body's conditioned. So I'm I'm dragging ass a little bit, but it was worth it because I I saw the Mandalorian thirty nine minute first episode. We'll get into that a little bit more in a moment because we do want to talk spoilers on it. So we'll give you the tags and all that good stuff. Of all the subscribers, the 10 million in the first day, 89% from the U.S. And now we're going to see even more people coming because they have a lot of promotions coming up that are really cool. Verizon customers, you can get a year of it for free, whether that's if you have unlimited data on Verizon Wireless or if you're a Verizon Fios customer, you can get a year free. So if you're a subscriber to any Verizon service, um, Sam, I know you don't have Fios and you also don't have unlimited data. So <laughs> Yeah, I heard I was like, oh, cool. I was like, ah, so you're beat. Yeah, you're beat. I was pissed. There's another, uh, I think it was LG, Sony, or Samsung. One of the three major TV manufacturers is giving away a year. I think it's LG. When you buy a select smart TV, they're giving you a year what, of it What about well. if you already own two LG TVs? I would assume you're up the <laughs> creek without a paddle again. on that one. Um, yeah. And it was crazy. So I'm like looking around and I'm like, 
they have to have H-E double hockey sticks. That was like one of my favorite original Disney made yeah. for TV movies. And I was looking. I didn't find that one, but I came across Johnny Tsunami and Gosh. Brink. Wow. And I was like, they're there. I could watch them now. And it doesn't have to be some crazy like found it on cable randomly yeah. at four in the morning. I could watch these on demand. So then I'm looking around at the other movies. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, my God. Sister Act? Oh, my God. Sister Act 2? Blank Check? Are you kidding me? That was the 90s to me. That was my childhood. I loved Blank Check. I was like, okay, I was like, maybe Sister Act. I'm good. I'll probably never see them again in my life. Sister and I'm Act good. is hilarious. And I'm, but I'm good. I had I had my time with that. Oh, now dude. it's to me. I don't when want to we, go back too far. When we first moved in, I went on like this nostalgia kick where I watched Little Rascals, Little Giants, Heavyweights, Good Burger, all this stuff. When I was setting up the room and, and kind of moving in, I just had them on in the background because I was on this big nostalgia kick and I'm still there. Sister yeah. Act, when she bangs the piano and goes, Alma. Check your battery. The funniest fucking scene in that movie. So, like, I'm totally psyched to go back and watch the Sister Act films. But then after that, I can go watch the original Lady and the Tramp, the live action. I can go watch Mandalorian. I can go watch Encore with Kristen Bell. Noel with Anna Kendrick. We'll get to that, too, because I did watch that. Um, We're in Christmas mode. So, like... Get over it. There's Christmas uh, shit. There's the Grinch there. A Christmas tree there. Garland there. Uh, Stockings it's, hung it's, next to the Nintendo Entertainment Systems galore. They were like this re- last week. You were already in Christmas yeah, card last week. Yeah, we're we're sadly way, oh, I know. way in Christmas. I know how I'm, a, I'm a sucker. Oh, I'm in too. I'm a fucking psychopath for Christmas. I just like it to be after Halloween. Yeah. Like no Christmas before Halloween. I'm cool with November first. That's my and I'm that's fine. and that's legit when it went down. That is exactly what happened. 1st. That is exactly what happened. But what are some things that you saw on the service when you were like, "Oh shit!" Either dude, I forgot it was coming, or I'm glad it's. Dude, there. to be honest, I didn't even really have time to like scroll and look. The only two things that jumped on me was Mandalorian and Gargoyles, and of course X Men. Come on, Spider Man. But not. But I was more. I was definitely more Gargoyles <coughs> and X Men than. And I was never even a big Simpsons fan. Mm-hmm. I was always more Family Guy. But mm-hmm. I just didn't have the time to just scroll and, and search and dig but just at the front page i didn't have to scroll i i saw gargoyles x-men like you said spider-man was at mandalore and i was like well there's like two months right there yeah so like i'm good yeah i like at the top what do you think of the interface before i get into it like how friendly is the ui i mean it was friendly dude like i i didn't glitch like i didn't have any problems as soon as i typed signed up no glitches boom 699 i think you get a free week or something because they mm. they're not charging my account for another week and I was like, all right, you know, no glitches, played perfect when I, like, I tested it. Like, after I watched the episode, I was like, let me just rewind halfway. Let me go three quarters just to see if it glitched. Nope. As soon as it went back, played right away. Was it easy for you to find things? Yeah. Do you like the way they had it laid out for you? Did you like the those buttons they had at the top, Disney, Marvel, oh Neo my, Geo? Yeah. And you could just click on that and it gives you all that see, stuff. See, I could just hit Net Geo and I'm good. <coughs> yeah. Like, Bear Girls is on there. All I love all that stuff. Gordon Ramsay is on there. Gordon Ramsay's yeah. Neo Geo show. Yeah. Or Nat Geo. So who do you who does he think he is? Go stick in the kitchen, Gordon. Get, get out of the wilderness. I would disagree. He's my idol. You shut your goddamn trap. Um, I I'm like excited as hell to watch all of these things with Helena because like of course we our mission was to get all the Disney physicals and we don't need to anymore, which is great because they're like twenty twenty five bucks a pop. So like to have them all right there and know that more are still coming. Know that more Marvel movies are still coming. Um, Star Wars still has to get Solo on there and Episode Eight. Uh, so like and they still, will they will it's of all course semantics. it's all it'll when it's done it's Netflix yeah. one it'll go there and like. Uh, I think the Marvel stuff, Black Panther, Infinity War, Ant- Ant-Man of the Wasp has to get there, and something else I can't remember right now. They'll get there all by next year, mid-next year. So, like, we're going to have this complete platform because, remember, people, this is the launch lineup. This is not the final lineup. Things will be added, and unfortunately, surely things will be taken away as well. 
But, like, there are movies on there I was never expecting. Dude, to scroll, to see Miracle, Inc- Invincible, The Rookie. Yeah. Um, remember the Titans. All these awesome stories. All with Turner and, Turner and Hooch. Turner and Hooch. With Tom Hanks. Yeah. Saving Mr. Banks. Yeah. With the Mary Poppins Never, never saw that one. But it, it was okay. It was, it was good. But it's Tom Hanks. Yeah. Uh, Tom, he's arguably my favorite actor yeah. of all time. So, like, it was just so crazy to see it all. But, of course, I think the killer app that we were waiting for that day one that we were like, holy shit, we got to watch it, was The Mandalorian. Yep. So uh, warning from here, uh, spoiler alert for the next, I don't know, five, seven minutes, maybe a little bit more than that. We're going to dive into some Mandalorian talk. We'll start high level. We'll go specific. Sam, overall, what did you think of The Mandalorian episode one? I mean, just just, just come out and say it. Like, I absolutely loved it. I honestly, like, I don't even, I almost don't even want to admit this, but like, it was almost like my, I think one of my favorite things of Star Wars I've ever seen. Agree. Like, I, 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 I watched it twice. I never, as soon as I was done, right back to the beginning and I watched it again. I can't tell you last time I did that with any show, like anything. I absolutely loved it. The only thing that I could think of that had my attention for like 10 minutes, like, oh, was the Darth Vader scene. This? When he's shredding guys, that's the, that's like the excitement like this I had. brought me back to if episode four, which is still my favorite, if, if A New Hope debuted in 2019 with its mix of practical effects yeah. and special effects. And it like brought me to that range because almost everything that I noticed in there was like a practical effect. And yeah, of course, it had some CG in there, but it wasn't like jarring. It had really good, thoughtful effects. And I loved everything there was very few there was one weird thing i thought about of the thing of the show like a plot point but i know they did it for comedic purposes so like i'm i'm okay with it i'm not going to nitpick that to death but i just thought this was so good if i i if i had to throw this in my star wars shaker and then yahtzee it out it would be right up there with the new hope in episode seven yeah and and that's kind of and and five and I, I, I even told uh, Sean at Marcy Tech, and I was like, "Yeah, what would you think?" I was, like, I absolutely loved it. He's, like, I still have to say it, you know, like waited for me. He, he said the same thing that he loved it, of course. Yeah, and I'm excited because this Tuesday, generally we alternate with the We Pod Squad. We get an episode of MRC Tech presents the last podcast, then the Ion Ryan show, and then last podcast every other Tuesday. Well, this week because the Mandalorian is out, and we're gonna have two episodes by that time because the other episode drops today, the yeah. day you're listening to this. Or if it if it's in the future on the fifteenth Friday the fifteenth, uh, Sean's gonna do another episode this week so he can talk a lot about the Mandalorian. So we're gonna get our extended thoughts on the Mandalorian. I'm excited to hear what he has to say about it because it's just rave reviews across the board. Yeah, I, I don't. All the people I talk to, I haven't heard one person say it was bad. Like like you said, everything it looked like you could tell like they dumped money into this show. This ain't something they just threw twenty million and said goodnight. Yeah, I mean the acting. Pe- and one thing I did like, I was like, I wonder how long it's going to take for Pedro to talk. And boom, he talks like right away. I was like, okay, cool. They got that out of the way. And he sounds good. They put that little like, they put that little like, like he sounds muffled. On you it, could tell that, 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 that like mask, mask effect. Yeah, yeah. like the Vader kind of echo to it. Um, they put that on him, which is fine. And uh, he sounds really, really good. Um, his first line is something along the lines of, "I could take you in warm." Or I can take you in cold. And it's like, damn, that's how bad it is. And no, then he shuts but, the door on some dude and cuts but, him in half. But before Whoa. that part, I like the part where he's just coming to the guy. He's like, oh, you saved me. Thank you. And he's taking his money back. And then he goes, 
Oh, oh, you want the money? <laughs> I'm just funny with that yeah. point. What's he, what do you call them? Por- not portions. That was what it was called. I forget. Was I forget the rations or something. It was some just a kind of high level term. But it's an eight episode season, and we have the schedule for you because that's the thing about Disney Plus that they're not great with. Like DC Universe, when you go on, it has episode one. You can watch it now. Then it'll say on episode two coming in seven days and things like that. Disney Plus doesn't even have that option. It just shows you what's only available. Yeah. So it's really difficult to try and gauge the release schedule. So we have that for you. Man- Mandalorian episode two is again, it's Friday, November 15th. So today or after, uh, if you're hearing it now, then, then it'll be every Friday for a while. Uh, it'll be the November 22nd, November 29th, December 6th, December 13th. Then it'll go Wednesday, December 18th, and then Friday, December 27th. So this will be a contender for our show of the year. Because it ends in 2019, it does not go well, into 2020. Even if the even if the last episode was like January 3rd, I wouldn't count it for me. Just me personally, I couldn't count it. it, it would because it's the fucking finale. It could be the greatest episode of the season. I wouldn't, in all wow. good conscience, be able to call it the show of the year at that point. I'm glad it ends. Like, oh, I only saw nine out of the ten or seven out of the eight. Can't do it. I, I'm that's how I am. It's not the complete product. We don't know how it ends. Listen, if Game of Thrones was. You know, if this, the finale didn't happen, it wouldn't be so terrible. Yes, it would. It was a fucking awful season. Yeah, well, you crapped on the last three episodes. Yeah, I was so. crapped on the last 13 episodes. Yeah. Let's call that what it is. Uh, I I can give you a hint of where that'll fall on my worst of the year list. Um, okay, so let's break down the episode a little bit. And here's where I want to say to everybody, I'm sorry because... I don't know half the names and all the Easter eggs and all oh, that yeah. stuff. The, We're not that, Star Wars nerds. Yeah, that's what you listen to MRC Tech, Sean. <laughs> yeah. He'll take care of that. You want the deep dive, you go there. We're going to give you what we thought of the show because we are two very casual Star Wars fans, and I wouldn't say we're lovers of the medium. Um, before we do that, I'm going to read the IGN review because, you know, that's why the hell not? Uh, where are we at here? I think this is... It, yep. The Mandalorian brings the live-action Star Wars universe to the small screen with a bang in its meticulously crafted series premiere. Although there are some kinks to be worked out in terms of the show's tone, Episode 1 is a confident, compelling detour into a previously unexplored corner of the galaxy, anchored by a surprisingly expressive performance from Pedro, pa- Pedro Pascal. It's far too early to tell after only one episode, but The Mandalorian makes a fairly compelling argument for why the future of the Star Wars franchise, for at least the se- foreseeable future... Might actually be on television. Eight oh. Eight five. Well, that's about right. Um, yeah, if I had to grade it, I would say the same thing. Like I said, I had one glaring plot point that I was like, uh, this would never have happened if they didn't need the comedic stuff. But I, I get it. Um, you know, it starts off, they gave us a sneak preview on Monday Night Football, and it was actually the bar scene. They gave us the first two minutes on Monday Night Football, which was cool, but it opens up in the bar scene where you meet the Mandalorian, the bartender gives him a drink knowing, hey, let's get these guys out of here, they're kind of together. You see a blue alien who you don't really know his name, his reasoning for being there, anything, any backstory to that, you just know that the Mandalorian is a bounty hunter, um, Pedro Pascal's character. Goes into the bar. There's a guy who's who's making fun of or trying to uh, accost the same blue guy, and shit goes down. Yeah, just I mean, <laughs> if you put it politely, and I, I think 
Didn't when the bartender threw him a drink, wasn't it empty? Yes. Yeah. Like he knew that it was, was it was it was helping him out. Yes. To just start something to get these guys out of here. Yeah. I mean, I don't a, think he was expecting a guy to be literally cut in half. And that's what I liked about the show. It is TV PG, but they're still gonna do yeah. things like that. They're not gonna drop the the language bombs, and you didn't see him get cut in half, but you saw part of the, the you, you saw his legs drop. Dropped no blood or nothing right. like that. Yeah, but I, of course I wanted I wanted a little bit just because how cool, like cool that was, but yeah. I understand it's Disney. Right, and it's and it's um the kids, man. The kids oh, are going to be logged on to Disney Plus, and they're going to want to watch this I, new I, I Star Wars show. And it was a cool way to introduce the the character in the show, and you immediately got how badass this guy was. Um, he takes the blue alien uh, himself, who was played by Horatio Sands, by the way, from Saturday Night Live. Didn't know that one until later. Could pick up the voice, could pick up the face, but I didn't put the name to it until afterwards when I found out that it was Horatio Sands. Finds a ship by from an R2 or an R2 unit it's like banged up he says uh well I don't want this give me some no droids and he gets Brian Posehn yeah, as, as soon as Brian Posehn it as Whatever. soon as soon as I saw I knew it was him yeah, cuz yeah. I used to what was it uh, just shoot me. That was it. Like he was always just like this nerd character, and and I watched some of his stand up. But he's like a super nerd, super Star Wars fan. I watched him like post a picture of himself of himself on TV. Like he's like this is like the best moment of my life. Yeah, like he's in like, a Star forget Wars my project. kids. Like this is like yeah. what I, I my dream. I was like that was freaking awesome. And he actually had a cool little part. And he didn't. He's not going to be back for episode no. two. <laughs> no, he definitely will not. <laughs> he gets eaten by an ice monster. Um, they get on the ship, and and this is where my little plot point problem came in as like he keeps the blue alien in handcuffs because he's he's a bounty hunter and he wants to get them alive to get the whatever okay and so they're there to tell jokes it's horatio sands he's got a lot of funny lines and then he says he's got to use the bathroom the first ever star wars yeah i I forget the term used but when he said i i I know i texted you the line that i said it was like my favorite line of the thing yeah and so he goes downstairs to use a space toilet and you see the Mandalorian, he actually, Pedro Pascal re- revealed his name, but I don't remember it. Um, <clears throat> I'm just going to call him the Mandalorian or Mando. He goes down there and he sees that the Mandalorian has a couple other people locked away in carbonite, presumably because he has captured them from their bounty. Yeah. And you actually see one of them is Greedo's race. And one of them is, uh, darn, I can't remember. It's another callback. There are a ton of callbacks in the show. Both of them are callbacks to previous movies. Uh, I can't remember who the second one was or what race it was at least, but he sees the third carbonite piece that was for him. And when he turns around, he's like, "Uh Oh, the Mandalorian's there. And he puts him in there and puts him in the carbonite. I'm like, if your goal was to put him in the carbonite the whole time, why did you let him sit up front there with you? Why did you let him get out of your sight and go to the bathroom? Why didn't you just take him onto the ship and put him in there and save all the bullshit? It was because they wanted a funny fucking toilet scene. Let's call yeah. that. Let's and, call that what it but is. But it was worth it. It was. It, it was. It, it, it's definitely something you could overlook. To be like, okay, it, it worked. Yeah, they it made was, it work. It was really funny. Um, is again, like I said, I'm not going to nitpick it because they did it for a reason, and it was so they could make you laugh a little bit. I mean, you know that he's this guy ain't making it out. So like, how are they going to do well, this? Dude? Once you saw the people in the carpet, they're like, oh, he that's gone. it for him. He gone. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, again, we're not going to go beat by beat for every single episode, but then again, he, a little bit later, he, he goes to this ranch who, where this guy with really terribly awesome practical effect, like mask that I don't know the rancher guy with the really droopy face. Oh yeah. yeah, It was a really awesome effect. I loved the way he looked and the way he talked. He reminded me of an old anime character where when he was teaching him the ride, the thing. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. <laughs> that a lot of people have a problem with those animals and like some of those scenes, and I'm like, whatever, I don't care because I'm not like. You know what it reminded deep me of Star Wars lore. What was the uh, Kevin Bacon movie Tremors? Tremors. Yeah, that, it, it, it kind of reminded me a little, little bit. I can a little bit. Its face at least. Yeah, I can exactly. Say it a little of a tremor bit. A little bit. Uh, so. Shit, even the monster, like the walrus monster, yeah. a little bit. In like three seconds, the Mandalorian through a montage learns how to ride these things. They go uh, to. To meet uh, and, and, Werner Herzog's character, no, that, who's kind of like, he's kind of like a hidden. And this is, by the way, it takes place after Episode Four, before Episode Seven. So the Empire is effectively done. So it's like the last remnants of the Empire are sprinkled around the universe. We don't know what planet this takes place on or anything like that. But Werner Herzog's character is in like this back room yeah. with security. He's got four guards with him. They're stormtroopers left over from the Imperial uh, Emperor days or Empire days. So like to see that again, cool callback. Werner Herzog had a he was awesome. Yeah, he, I loved his character he, to deliver him a new bounty, which sets up. The rest of the arc for this the episode was Warner Herzog saying, "Here's a job for you. It's worth a ton." He's like, "I know this is very valuable. This is what you yeah. would love to have. Yeah. Pay the half now, half melt later. it down into weapons. You'll see, you'll see Boba Fett in the background." But before, when he was still with the trainer guy, when he's like, "You have to ride these things. <laughs> you guys used to ride this thing." He's like, "I, I, I can't do it. I don't know how." I have spoken, dude. <laughs> I lost it. He, tried, like, he said that a bunch of times. Was I was funny. cracking up. What I really loved about this show was the theme and like the motif. It's a Star Wars Western. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. And I am so in for that because I love Westerns and I want to like Star Wars and, more than and I you do. And you know it's he's going to go to different planets. So I think Absolutely. we're gonna I think we're gonna get a shit ton of different planets and views and we got, ah, I can't wait. We got another really cool cameo from Taika Watiti, yeah. even though you didn't see him, nah. he was a battle droid kind of thing. Like what'd you think no, of that? Another, I, I do like, I thought the battle droid or something. I thought the battle droid was awesome. And Arguably one of the well, the the way they kind of best parts of the show portrayed him, they made it seem like that he was going to you know be there for a while. Yeah, you know, yeah. I got that impression, hundred percent. And here's the only reason that I some cool there were some cool shooting scenes yeah. like that was awesome. The only reason I thought that this droid wasn't going to last more than an episode or two was because it's voiced by Taika Waititi. Guys got shit to do. He's making yeah, but, love and thunder. Yeah, yeah but yeah, I mean, yeah. in episodes, dude, he could probably bang all his <coughs> voice out in a day. Well, it's all past anyway. He, this would already have been done. No, 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 no. And that's what I'm saying. But it would take one day of voice recording. I don't know. They don't have all that rodeo? stuff. They don't have all that stuff done yet. They weren't doing all eight episodes at once in editing. They were doing it piece by piece, so they could make the so they would have to call him back eight times. Uh, who, and who knows? Yeah, because we'll never know because uh, we're not voice actors. We're not voice actors. Number <laughs> yeah. one, number two. We interviewed one John DeCross to check that yeah. episode out. Bonus episode. Um. Number two, at the end of the episode, because we're almost there. Again, it was only 39 minutes. Perfect length. Yeah. Um, at the end of the episode, the, they take out a bunch of stormtroopers. They take out a bunch of other bad guys. They go into where the bounty is, and it's a crib with a baby. Maybe. It's a young Yoda. Not Yoda himself. His species. Yeah. We don't know the name of that species. Yeah. But that baby is already yeah. 50 years old. Yeah. That was the first thing I actually – of course, I said – to our expert MRC Tech, when you're done watching it, let me know. Because I, I didn't know. It was like, did his, I don't remember his species ever having a name. He's like, no, it's unknown. We don't know. Right. So I was like, all right. Do we find out this show, in this show? I don't know, but I'd like to think we I, mean, I would like to think. I mean, I'd like to think we do. There's obviously a lot of people speculating. Me, I was like, okay. That's that's 50 years or 40 so, years of so Star Wars. So 50 years, obviously. Like, it's like it's a baby Yoda. You're like, okay. Is it Yoda's kid? Is it a clone? Is it 
the last of its species? It could be a clone because the doctor that was with Werner Herzog had a, an insignia on his suit that matched the clone company in some other movie. I don't, that was an Easter egg I found online, so I don't, I don't know anything okay. about it. But he did – he this doctor that was with Werner Herzog has been known to do cloning, so maybe it's a clone okay. of Yoda. I'd like to think it's just the youngest and last surviving of Yoda's species. Yeah, that was the first I thing I I don't think thought, it's yeah. Yoda's kid necessarily. I just think it's a, in yeah. the same species. Um, and then the, the goal was to kill it. So the battle droid goes, all right, time to die. And you hear the gunshot go off. But then again, you see the droid fall to the ground with a big hole in the side of its head. The Mandalorian kills it so he can actually rendezvous with baby Yoda. Now, is it officially dead or is that just the last scene that maybe the next episode you kind of see him move up or (coughs) if Bender got shot in the head, would he die or would he live? I think Bender would live. So let's just say the battle droid might just be a tick behind now. Yeah. Maybe he's just out of commission until someone fixes him. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm thinking. I was we'll like, get, huh, maybe, kinda... we, maybe we will get him back. I, that's what I'm thinking. I was like, maybe he's not done yet. Because it, it just, it was so fast. He was, what do you have? Eight minutes of screen time? Yeah, well, the episode was only 39, so that's actually a big amount. Yeah, <laughs> it's actually, it's actually a huge amount. Um, did this episode feel rushed to you at all? Did it, was the pacing good? Did, do you feel like all the plot points kind of worked? Like, like I said, I loved it. I watched it twice, back to back, one sitting. Yeah, I can't tell you a show that I've done that, like anything that I've like ever watched. I don't think I've ever went back to back. Yeah, I'd always wait a day or wait something, yeah. never back to back. Um, so we'll talk a little bit about the Mandalorian every week, just how our how we thought about this week's episode. Next week we're gonna have two episodes for you uh, to talk about episode two because it drops now or today or whatever you want to call it and then uh next wednesday so we're gonna have a couple episodes for you i think right yeah yeah next wednesday so we'll have two episodes to talk about um which will be fun can't wait for that uh and we'll we'll kind of keep this show going kind of like we do for titans kind of like we did for doom patrol just a quick five ten minute whatever it won't be as long as it was today but just keeping the show going because we we both really really enjoy the show overall disney plus is it an absolute must subscribe? I, I believe it is, and even if you don't have like me, I didn't have the seventy or I didn't have the one fifty. You know, six ninety nine a month. The one fifty is actually gone. No. That offers. Oh, is it gone? Okay, well you still you still have the year, whatever. <clears throat> but six ninety nine, I don't think that's going to kill the bank. Cancel Spotify, you'll be fine. Uh, I I would agree one hundred percent. Disney Plus one hundred percent must buy. If you even don't like The Mandalorian, it's for the Disney classics alone. It'll take you back. Go to your watch childhood. Gargoyles, X Men. It'll, t- it'll take you back to your childhood, and if it doesn't. I'm sorry. It'll create a new one for yeah. you. Absolutely you worth go. it. Can't wait. Now, I'll take over in gaming space. Now, let's see what Greg's vow is all about. I haven't told Sam a I don't word know. about this. I don't know if him and his wife are redoing their vows. I mean, it's really soon, so I don't think that's it. I definitely, if that was the case, then we'd be in trouble. <laughs> um, I, Gregory Hall, vow to not let my undying love for Pokemon mm-hmm. affect the way I play Sword and Shield. Okay. I vow to give you, our loyal listeners, an honest, unbiased, and fair assessment of these games. I will call them out for the shit, and I will praise what I loved. If a Pokemon doesn't work for me, I will tell you about that. If a Pokemon I love and nobody else does because it it spoke to me, I will tell you about that. But in no way, shape, or form will I let my love of the series get in the way or cloud my judgment of these games. I promise you that you will get a fair review from me next week. Okay. I look forward to your honest review. But before that, let's see what IGN has to say about 
Pokemon Sword and Shield. Pokemon Sword and Shield are closer to my dream Pokemon RPGs than anything that's come before. I'd still I'd still like better cutscenes, companion Pokemon, the complete Pokedex, and a more visually interesting wild area. But nitpicks <laughs> But nitpicks are just not very effective when everything else was such a complete joy to play. The way they respect my time is wonderful, and the removal of the uh, mono—I'm sorry—the removal of the monotony from random encounters and other odds and ends distills it down to only its pure and charming fun, capturing, training, and battling wonderful creatures. And hey, if I'm missing any tedious repetition, I can always get back into breeding. Eight oh nine three. After he he shits his names four things and gives she, it a nine three. She she. So a well, Pokedex, they were, but you see, this is the thing. You're not a Pokemon nerd, so you don't know the controversy. You have no idea the shit that's this game is drowning in right now. You're right. You I, have I, no idea. I've no, and you I love no, it. You have and no idea <laughs> about hashtag Thank You Game Freak. You nope. have no idea about hashtag Game Freak lied. Nope. You have no idea about all the things that Game Freak d- did to this game. Now, how only 435 Pokemon out of the 830 are in the game. 52 percent of the decks got removed. You don't know a lot of that stuff, and you think it's a big deal, but I don't give a flying fuck. Uh, Spoiler, Scyther and Abra, not in the game. My two favorite Gen 1 Pokemon, and I don't give a shit because I'm going to be playing with new Pokemon, and there's a hundred new ones. Why Did they cut Tyranitar? You clearly know he's in the game. You saw him. I I know, but I'm saying that I didn't... What in the fuck? I I don't have the fucking game. They could have deleted... That could have been a preview that they deleted. I don't know. Okay. The fuck do I know? I don't do like you said. I'm not a fucking Pokemon nerd. You know all the Pokemon shit, so tell me, Pokemon nerd. Fucking tell me. Let's go. You saw him in all the trailers, you fucking weirdo. But didn't we see Scyther? No. Okay. Then what the fuck do I don't learn nothing. I don't learn nothing about Pokemon. Fuck this game. This this has had a crazy divisive audience. And I, I have to say that Pokemon fandom, like right up there with fucking wrestling fans, are just so god damn fucking what's entitled like what do you want enjoy the fucking game here's the problem right you remove old pokemon got it you remove some moves i think like 100 or 90 moves are have been removed got it uh okay for me personally i use new pokemon when i play a new game so i don't give a shit i'm not a competitive competitive battler so i don't give a shit about the moves being removed there are other things that this game does and doesn't do that people like, people hate, whatever. And I think the issue that everybody has is they said that they were going to be using all new models, but the data miners collected the data and they pulled out all the wire form models and they're the same as the 3DF. 3DS just upscaled to HD. So they lied and that's where the hashtag Game Freak lied comes in. And, and they told us they were cutting these Pokemon so they improved their animations, but only some are animated well and others aren't. So that was the reason for them taking there, out that there's, Pokemon? There's like a ton. Yeah, that's, they said they were cutting the deck so they could improve the models and improve the animations. And apparently they didn't. And they lied, quote unquote. And the whole thing is, people are like, well, this game's $20 more than a 3DS Pokemon game is. It's $60 yeah. on Switch, which is a valid argument. Now, if you want to be mad at this, that's okay. If you don't want to be mad at it, that's fine. If you don't want to spend 60 bucks, don't shit on other people that do. If you do want to spend 60 bucks, don't hate the haters. Let, let it go. Enjoy the game at your pace if you want to. If you don't, don't. It won't affect me in the fucking slightest. I'm looking forward to these games. I've seen all the new Pokemon because I looked at yeah. the leaks. So whatever. 
I am so psyched on the new Pokemon. So fucking psyched. They all look great. But maybe now, like three or four I don't like. Now, are, will they put more Pokemon on the decks as it goes? No. So they said they will not add them in DLC. That they're done. You're only getting 400, uh, 400 in the game. There's coded 435. My guess is they're going to add the starters down the line or maybe the legendaries. Okay. In like some post-game DLC huh. thing. But that doesn't bother me so much. I, I, listen, if they had all 836, I think... I would go, well, no, that's before this game. If they had a 900 plus yeah. in this game, I would probably go to catch them all. Like, I would probably over the year, like, do it. But at the same time, what? Why am I going to let the decisions that the Pokemon Company and Game Freak made, which, by the way, I personally think Nintendo did not want to delay this game. So they said, you have until November 15th, do it. I think there was a lot of pressure there from Nintendo, so maybe the dex cut was because the time crunch. Who knows? This game was like revealed in E3 2017, so I, I I don't I don't know. I don't work for Nintendo. I don't work for Game Freak. It's all speculation. But for me, as again, I'm taking my bias out of it because you all know I'm a Nintendo nerd and I love Pokemon. So like, I'm trying to keep my bias out of it. What do I care, or why am I going to judge a game who made decisions? That they thought were best for the game. Do I like Dynamax? Nope. Do I give a shit that they got rid of Mega Evolutions? No. Because at the same time, they got rid of Z-Moves. And I fucking hate Z-Moves. Yeah, I, I hated Mega Evolution. I hated Z-Moves. I love Mega Evolution. But I it was all general. I, 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 I never know, it was I, general. That was Galar Alolan Force. But. I never did. The only Z-Move I ever did was that Z -move punch guy. Sucked. Z -move the punch sucked. guy. Yeah, Z-Move sucks. I, they're dumb. And they take fucking yeah. forever. Yep. So if you want to like get rid of those to focus on Dynamax, fine. If you want to cut some Pokemon... Fine, I don't need Weedle in my game anymore. Like yeah. I'm past Weedle. Um, I, I, I don't. I just don't care because it's their game. They do whatever they want. It's so fucking entitled. You don't have an Elite Four, which I'm making that up. I, I don't know if that's true. I haven't looked at any story story spoilers. You don't have an Elite Four. You don't have Scyther. Well, I'm pissed. That's your fucking fault, man. Like yeah. it's a new game. What I mean, do you want every yeah. old game to be in every new game? I know. Hearing basically this news for the first time, I didn't know that. I kept it off the pod yeah. because we talk about it too much, and I didn't want. I didn't want to go there. Yeah. Like, so I, I, I didn't be. know that there was four hundred Pokemon. I mean, I mean, and I think I'm I'm pretty neutral. You like, knew I, that there was no national decks. So we did yeah, talk about I, I, that. I knew. We never knew revealed. That. We never revealed. And I would say like I'm I'm not like a super Pokemon. Like I like the old shit. Like mm -hmm. I never played like besides the one I did. I didn't play the new shit, so I don't really know the new Pokemon. But for me. Hearing that there's a loss of four Pokemon, it's, it's a little discouraging. I'm not going to say that would be like, okay, fuck this game. I'm not going to get it. But to lose four Pokemon, it's like, well, I, I just would like to know a little bit of a reason. Mm -hmm. That's all. For, for Of the 400 in the game, 33% of them are Gen 1. So you do get so, a lot of Gen 1. I mean, I mean that, it hurt, probably hurts me the most because that was my like favorite. That's what I you know played the That's most. That's a good thing, though. If 33% yeah. of the decks, including the new Pokemon, are Gen 1, you still get a lot of Gen yeah, 1. Yeah, you, 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 you get, you, a, good you get a lot of Gen 1. Now, they, you don't get all three starters. Everybody's yeah. like, where's all the starters? Guys, focus on the new starters. Yeah. Why do you want Charmander again? Why do you want Bulbasaur again? Squirtle again? Fucking uh, goddamn Piplup. Well, like, let it go. Yeah. Let it go. Use the new ones. Use the new ones. If you are pissed about your post game, that's fine, right? Like if you're like, I wanted to catch them all. I can't transfer them. I've had this same we uh, uh, septile uh, for my Trico for, since Gen three in two thousand one, and I've had the same one, and now I can't transfer it up to Sword and Shield, and that's why you're pissed. 
that's fine. But because you lost your level 100 Tyranitar 15 years ago, and I've never had a Pokemon that I transferred through that I played every game with, I don't care. So it's a personal preference. If you hate it, you hate it. If you love it, you love it. That's completely fine. All the reviewers out there, GamesRadar, 4.5 out of 5. IGN, 9.3. GameSpot, 9. Metro Game Central, 7 out of 10. EGM, uh, I think it's Eurogamer Monthly, 8 out of 10. Nintendo Life, 8 out of 10. Gameblog, 7 out of 10. II at 8.5 out of 10. Area Geognos, that's Spanish. I have no idea what they're saying. 8.8 out of 10. The Daily Star, 3.3 out of 5 stars. Like... It's a love-hate thing. The fan base took it so extreme. I'm going to play it. I'm not, I don't know if I'm going to love it or I'm going to hate it. I could come back next week and say, all the missing Pokemon are killing it because I'm seeing the same shit everywhere. I could come back and say, the gyms suck. I could come back and say this, that, but I'm getting to play the thing I've wanted for 20 years. It was a Pokemon game made for my TV, played on my TV. I'm happy. Now, do you think that this could be like a... You know, like you said, maybe they maybe they were rushed. They couldn't do it in time. I think Nintendo this, put pressure on them, and that's not a story. And, no one's talking about it. And, and is this something that... Maybe that they said, okay, maybe down the line, maybe a couple years, <clears throat> we can have a game that has the complete They text. did not say... They did say, I'm sorry, they did say, Masuda said, just because your favorite Pokemon may be cut from this game does not mean they are cut from all future games. Okay. So they did say that. And that and that's probably what's <clears> going <throat> to happen. Is, okay, here's, here's like the tester of the new one for Switch. We're going to master it on the next one. You know damn well because of all this controversy. Now, again, this is new news to you, but I'm telling yeah. you this is all I've seen on Twitter for three months. Like, it's it's so annoying. And YouTube. and all, It's, it's so crazy. Annoying. Like, I follow, like, IGN and some peeps. And I haven't seen nothing. You, will know, you okay. won't see it from them. Okay. Dude, Game Freak hears this shit, right? They hear it loud and clear. I guarantee you without a shadow of a doubt, if, this, if these games get sequels or for the next generation... All 900 or 1,000 or whatever will be, they will all be in the game. No matter what, they're not going to do this again. They can't afford to do this again. This game has, if you go to the IGN review on YouTube and you look at the up versus the down votes, it is like 95% down votes because people are just vitriol. Like, look what they did to... Well, we're in a cancel culture right now as it is. Look look what they did to What's-A-Face. They bombed Death Stranding reviews. They bombed on a Metacritic. You know, it happens to movies all the time. Every DC movie. Now, some of them rightfully so, but how has The Room scored higher on Rotten Tomatoes than than Batman v Superman? That should never happen. Do we make jokes out of it? Sure. Release the Snyder Cut. Do we we make jokes out of it? Sure. (laughs) But no, like... These games are judged on more than just a 10, a 10 scale. They're judged yeah. on how much fun you have in them. And I'm going to go in this tomorrow wide open, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. I'll let you know how I feel about it, but I'm probably going to dig it because the things that happen don't really bother me. If I need to play for a Scyther, let's see. I have played red, blue, yellow, gold, silver, crystal. You had them in all, every game. If, if I've had a Scyther in literally every generation, that means I've played with Scyther at least 11, 12 times in all the games that I have played, uh, main series alone, I'm good. Yeah. And you had Scizor, so you were good. I'm good. Yeah. I have Abra and Kadabra. Guess what? I'm good. I'm good. Let me get the new ones. I'm good. Oh, I, I look forward to, to your impressions. Yeah. Now, words that I never thought I would read on this podcast. We have Death Stranding Impressions. I want to say thank you to a loyal listener who asked not to be named. He is a work co-worker. Okay. He heard our episode couple like a couple weeks ago there was a seven minute trailer that dropped and you and i talked about it for yeah. a little bit and we had both at the end said this is a game you wouldn't we wouldn't play even if it was free 
Yeah. We both said that. So he so, challenged me. So I'm he still, didn't even, I'm still true to my word. <laughs> he didn't even play it yet. He gave me his sealed copy and said, you said you wow. wouldn't play it for free. Play it for a day and give it back to me tomorrow. So I did. I played seven hours of it. Damn, you went in. It was a long night. That was one of the nights yeah. I, was, I didn't really sleep. Seven hours of it. I wanted to give it a big barometer. I heard it doesn't get good for 10 hours, which automatically I disqualify the video game it from. It doesn't good. get good for 10 That's hours. That's a long time. It's a long fucking wow. time. Some people that will turn me off immediately. Some people are taking 70, 80 hours to beat this game. Oh. So... If, I just don't have that time. If if it doesn't even get moving for two hours, that's fucking long, man. So I gave it a shot. One straight playthrough for seven hours of balancing. Yeah, I, I heard <laughs> not, it, dude. I, I heard, I heard of stories, not man. not falling over. And I, I can just say this, that the gameplay loop just doesn't do it for me. Yeah. It's not a gameplay loop I enjoy. The hook. A gameplay loop is it's the hook. It's what draws you in. Pokemon, battles, catching. Yeah. This game, balancing. <laughs> Cargo. That's all, that's all I heard? Um are some of the cutscenes cool? Yeah. Is Norman Reedus doing Norman the job? Norman Reedus? Yeah. Yeah, does he, yeah, is he Norman Reedus? Yeah. yeah, with a new name. His name's Sam. So yeah, he does a decent oh job. Um, Man, I hate this fucking game. One out of ten? I'm just not even going to score it. It's not even. I'm so apathetic to it. I just don't care. I'm just too done. I'm done. Yeah. I'm done with it. It's dumb. So, it's horrible. So you gave it back? So what'd you, what'd you do? Like you said, here's your game back. It sucked. Thank you. I didn't tell him. I said, listen to the pod. <laughs> So, nice touch. Uh, I I will say that I can understand the people that love it. Yeah. I get where you're coming from, but I also think, just like some people in the Pokemon community, that you'll just love it because you'll because it's Pokemon. You'll love it because it's a Kojima game. You'll love it because it's Marvel. Yeah. Whatever. Like I think some people feel that way. They just love it because it's Kojima and they want to love it. And they're rebels too. I get you. Awesome. And I also understand the people that think it's the worst game ever. I get that too. I'm not. I'm probably. Much more slanted towards that angle. I, I will never play it again. Never want to go back to it. Never want to look at it again. I, I thought it was so disappointing and slow and boring. The loop didn't hit me. I don't care about cargo. I don't care about balance. I don't care about that world. The cutscenes were okay. There was one pretty creepy one that I'm kind of fucking... What about the baby? I kind of liked that the babies were fucking weird. Why the fuck do you have a fake baby in there one time? It was super weird. Didn't need it. Yeah. I also like the idea of what they call time fall instead of rainfall. It's time fall. When rain hits you, you get older. I liked that idea. It was cool. Instead of rainfall, it's called timefall. I, I like that. So, like, there were little tiny ideas in here that were just jammed in. And, like, when I saw fucking Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, goddamn, I heard, he, I heard he said it. Early. <coughs> he said it early. When, he, when I see that fucking man giving me side quests and I'm like, oh, it's just, I can't get over the fact that Jeff Keighley's in that game and Conan O'Brien is in yeah, that yeah. game. And I can't get, you didn't do anything to their faces. They are just those people. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's just not a game that speaks to me. Do I hate it? Nah, I don't fucking hate it, dude. I'm Hate's a kidding. strong word. It's a str- I was just kidding when I said it earlier. It, is it completely what I thought it was? Yes. And yeah. that's exactly why I'll never play it again. And that's all I need to know because I'll never play it. And we'll just give it a little short recap on what Xbox's XO19. That's correct. It's like the three-day PSX uh, E3, whatever, just for Xbox. They started off today with an episode of Inside Xbox where they promised new big reveals. And boy, did they give us some. And they were very early on. Thank goodness. Their first two reveals were the big two, Rare and Obsidian. Rare, uh, Banjo-Kazooie, Goldeneye. All those fantastic franchises that we know and loved as kids. And Obsidian, um, they are the big RPG maker, recently acquired by Xbox. They did uh, South Park, I believe the Fractured Butthole or Stick of Truth. I think it was Stick of Truth. They announced a new game. So not only did we get those, we got a ton of other world premieres. But 
and some news on and updates on some previously announced games. But because there were so many, and I'm just not in the business to do that to you all, I'm only going to cover Everwild, which was Rare's new IP. Here's the backstory. You're a hunter thing guy girl in some glowing woods and you meet cool looking animals. The end. Don't know what the fuck the trailer was. Completely out. Didn't feel like a rare game to me. It didn't feel okay. like Sea of Thieves huh. or Banjo. Didn't feel like that. It felt like they're trying way too hard to be serious. So maybe I'll wait to see more about that. But so far, completely out. Then Obsidian comes on. Obsidian, one of the best RPG manufacturers in the world, says, let's try something new. Which is okay. Take the shot. I actually liked how this game looked. They brought out Grounded. World premiere. Grounded. You see guys and girls running through a forest. Oh my god, it just looks like fucking Fortnite. Oh my god. They zoom out, and you're little ant-sized people. And it was pretty cool. Like, it was a baseball. I thought you were going to say, no. <laughs> and it was a baseball. It was giant. You got to get around it. And, da, 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 and like the blades of grass look like giant trees. And it, it was actually pretty damn nifty. Like, a shovel you used as, like, shelter. I will, I will give them this. Neat idea. I appreciate that they're going for the survival game. It's a survival game. It can be multiplayer. But this is Obsidian we're talking about. The single player RPG freaking machine. Now they said they still have people working on single player RPGs. This is just something that's like a passion project on the side. Da 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 da. Um, it'll be free for Xbox Game Pass. I have Xbox Game Pass. I'll probably play it once, never play it again, but at least I will try it. Um, but then they showed off West is Dead, starring Ron Perlman, new all, IP. Oh, like big actors now, just going to the games now. Yeah, right. So what, there ain't enough movies and TV shows out there? God damn. I don't know who wants Ron Perlman anymore. Jeez Louise. I, mean, I, would, I would have liked a Hellboy 3. Uh, West is Dead is literally Ghost Rider. I thought the entire trailer was a brand new Ghost Rider game. I had a text sent to you, yo, new Ghost Rider game about to be announced. And I had to delete it because it was West is Dead. I'm going to <laughs> Google for you, West is Dead. And I want to, I want you to see the main character. If you would have said there was a new Ghost Rider game, I would have just said, why? Why on earth? I'm still calling this a new fucking Ghost Rider game. Did, <clears throat> did he have a flaming skull? Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. I was just kidding. No, I'm dead serious, dude. Holy shit. Like, I thought it was a gosh darn. West is dead. Yeah, where are we at here? West. I probably should have put Xbox. I just put West is dead, and I didn't really get much. Xbox. Yeah, it's like, it's, it an article probably popped up. Westerns aren't dead. No. Oh, oh, the, I just I just want to see a picture. You want to tell me that ain't fucking Ghost Rider? That's it, the it, Western Ghost Rider. It, it looks Ghost Rider with a scar over his eye. Is it? Yeah. And he's got a western style poncho. Can be a fucking break. I guess he was just a little butthurt. He's not Hellboy no more. Wanted to take a chance at Ghost Rider. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. So was it? Was it just a, not There's, not a good Xbox showcase? There wasn't anything like crazy. I'll get to another announcement in a minute when we talk about Google Stadia. But okay. like, there were just so many things. There was an update for that new Resident Evil game that not a lot of people care about. That looks like Friday the Thirteenth. The there was uh, Project something oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Manhattan or something. I can't remember. Uh, but yeah, some updates and that's fine. That's cool, man. But like the, f the older and older I get, the more far removed I am from Xbox and because they're just don't, they don't have games that appeal to yeah. me. They're going for this mass multiplayer online thing. And that's not you. Because that's what they have. They have the best online infrastructure in any gaming space ever. They have, they've mastered online gaming. So I applaud them because they are bringing that to the masses. I don't give a fuck about Bleeding Theory or whatever they call it. I don't care about these games. I want 
updates on Halo. They they said here's Master Chief Collection on PC. That game came out in yep. 2015. Can we please move yeah, forward? Let's move on. Maybe 2014. 2014. Like, come on, dude. It's a five-year-old game. <clears throat> and you're just announcing it now for PC? Like, great. So, it was okay. Don't get me wrong. The Rare game was pretty goddamn, re- really damn disappointing. But I'm, I'm cool with Grounded. West is Dead looked cool. I just thought it was Ghost Runner yeah. the whole damn time. No, I kind of want to Ghost Runner game. Best. Yacht Club Games announces release dates for Shovel Knight Showdown and King of Cards. King of Cards has been looked forward to for two plus years maybe two and a half years they've said it's coming it's coming it's coming it's supposed to come in 17 supposed to come in 18 supposed to come in 19 now we're getting it december 10th <coughs> excuse me of this year along with the new game shovel knight showdown which is a fighting game in the shovel knight universe both of them good stories good news we're finally getting more shovel knight stadia launch lineup is getting shit on and it should be uh they made all these grand uh, freaking um, promises of features. Da 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 da. You pay one thirty to get this controller. You're gonna get all this cool stuff at launch. And by the way, it launches next week. Um, and guess what? They actually came out and said, you know what? Yeah, about half that stuff ain't coming at launch. Oh, no, it'll man. come. It'll come soon. Some of it is as early as a day after or the week after launch. So it's not like you might have to wait long for a lot of these things, but you won't get them the day of. And uh, here is the launch lineup. You tell me. Assassin's Creed Odyssey, uh, three, four-year-old game. Destiny 2, okay. Three, four-year-old game, three-year-old game. Guilt, the only new IP made just for Stadia. The only one. Just Dance 2020. You might ask yourself. Next. (laughs) Won't you need motion controls or a Kinect? Yes. Stadia offers neither. Ask yourself how you're going to play that game. I bet you just watch people dance. Uh, (laughs) Kine, whatever that is. Mortal Kombat 11. I'll give him that. Red Dead 2. Cool. Okay. I'll give him that. Okay. Of course, Two it's biggies. on literally every Everything. other thing. Yeah. So I, and most people have probably played it already. Rise of the Tomb Raider, Tomb Raider Definitive Edition, and Shadow of the Tomb Raider Definitive Edition. Wow. Great. Uh, Samurai Showdown, which no one cares about, and Thumper, which no one cares about. And that's it. That's what you get to play at launch. Here's what comes later. Attack on Titan 2 Final Battle, Borderlands 3, Darksiders Genesis, Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2, Farming Simulator 19, Final Fantasy 15, Football Manager 2020, Ghost Recon Breakpoint, Grid, Metro Exodus, which is free on Xbox, NBA 2K20, Rage 2, Trials Rising, and Wolfenstein Youngblood. Can we please get games that matter? You have Borderlands 3, you have Mortal Kombat 11, you got Red Dead 2, and you got nothing else going for you. Stadia, you're in so yeah. much fucking trouble, especially yeah. after Project xCloud from Microsoft today came out and said, oh, by the way, Project xCloud, that's our streaming service, which is our version of Stadia. Uh, we're going to launch with 50 games. And, oh, by the way, here's the guy who who works for EA. Go ahead and make your announcement. Oh, yeah, part of Project xCloud, Madden. Yeah. You can now stream Madden. Oh, right. That's right. You can play Xbox games on tablets and phones. So you can play Madden wherever you want in the world. Yeah. But Stadia, we, it was always a hard pass for us anyway. That doesn't even matter. Yeah. Like Stadia should now be a hard pass for everyone. Sign up for Project X Cloud. Um, and by the way, soon they also made this huge announcement, really low key. They made this huge announcement. Every game from Xbox Game Pass will be available to be streamed on Project X Cloud. You can play Game Pass wherever wow. you get internet on any device ever. You don't need Stadia. No, 
You don't. It's just another thing that people are going to buy because it's new. Project X Cloud's going to blow it out of the fucking water. Stadia's not going to be here a year from now. There's I, my, I, I won't argue that. There's my guarantee. Corey Barlog is getting cryptic yet again. The dude put out SIE. Well, he put out some like cryptic shit. It turned out to be SIE and translated on his Twitter, which stands for Sony Interactive Entertainment. Some people are thinking that could be a tease for a new game. Some people are thinking it could be a promotion. Uh, maybe a bumped up in Sony, moving away from Santa Monica, working directly for Sony. They have made some changes lately, so it makes sense. Who knows? But Corey Barlog is a fucking nut job, and I love him. Yeah, he's he's, cra- he's crazy. I follow him <laughs> I on love Twitter. Him. He's if, the man. And if he wasn't married, he would be so thirsty for Alana Pierce. Oh, I'm sure. He replies to every tweet, ever, always, and forever. <laughs> That's his girl. That's hey, it. I, hey, I can't argue with him. Corey, though, you are uh, a gosh darn just, just genius. Just keep working on God of War. I need it. I, and I hope that this whole tease was uh, a, a tease for God of War 2 because... Oh, yeah, I, I love the last would, one. Let me ask you this real quick on the God of War thing, then we'll move on to movies. For God of War, the sequel, mm-hmm. would you want God of War 2, knowing that that game already exists under a different title, or did God of War Redemption, or God of War whatever, with a name? I, to, <laughs> to be honest, bless you, I, I don't care. Just give me another one, and I, I trust, I think Corey can kind of come up with another story, and his team can kind of put something together, something new, something fresh. As we move into the movie section, we have three reviews and one piece of impressions. The first review is Ford versus Ferrari. I hope this is good. The trailer looks awesome. Yep. Oh, I'm sorry. My eye has something caught in it. Hey, so Greg's I'm, dying to slow down. Yeah, and I'm just not feeling great, so I do apologize. Like a car without an engine, Ford versus Ferrari <laughs> looks good on the surface. God damn it. But fall, uh, but fails to motor for its 150-minute runtime. Oof. There's fun to be had watching the Ford executives clash, and the driving scenes are shot with real artistry and skill, but they're interspersed with scenes of true inertia, of Ken Miles listening to the radio while fixing his car or having yet another argument with his wife. So while Le Mans might be the most exciting race on the planet, as we're told over and over and over and over, a film about that race is from a very different proposition with Ford and Ferrari lacking urgency and thrills and instead simply chugging along in underwhelming fashion. Fuck. Six <laughs> L. Yes. God damn it. I'm, I'm still going to see this movie. I love Christian Bell, Matt Damon. It, it looks like they, they had fun together, playing off each other. I still got to say it. Moving on to our review, well, not our review, IGN's review for Charlie's Angels. Kristen Stewart was just on Hot, Hot ones, ones, and then at the last final wing, the Angels do the, the last ones. So that was cool. Uh, an entertaining plot, impressive script, fantastic cast, and awesomely shot action <laughs> makes Charlie's Angels one of the most unexpectedly fun films of the year. I, didn't I tell you it looked good? And you're if like, you, I told you from the beginning. I love Kristen Stewart, so I'm yeah, all in there. Dude, you're, you're, watch Hot Ones. If it was you're a fantastic. fan of having a good time at a movie theater and or action movies, then you don't want to miss these two hours of pure silly cinematic joy plus it's one of the best costume movies of the year and is full non-stop outfit inspiration and women looking great whilst beating up bad guys what more could you want eight five eight one yeah that's solid a way better review than i thought i was gonna get if you would have told me that the one movie would get shit on and one movie would do great here are the choices i, I, I would have picked ford and Fer- verse ferrari to get the good review yeah yeah 100 percent Christian Bale is an Academy Award winner. <laughs> Moving on to our last review of the night. Noel, which is a Disney Plus original Christmas film. Noel is often lifted up and out by a full rut of Anna Kendrick's energetic and gallantly goofy turn as the North Pole's most deserving and capable Kringle. Without her, 
Noel well, is just an average fare, rehashing a lot of time-worn cliches from other more clever festive films. <laughs> Six zero. Oh. Six seven. Damn. This also has Bill Hader in it, which is not very advertised. Yeah, that, I, probably. I like Bill. Yeah. A new Bill show. Hader. Ever see Barry? Yeah, he's good. Fantastic. It's a good, good show. I think it's only a half hour. It is crazy. Fantastic. I, I still got to watch the second that season. that to be uh, an hour long show. So I watched Noel because again we're in the Christmas yeah. spirit, and I will say it's right there with me, a little bit below the Christmas Chronicles. Like it's decent. You might want to add it to your rotation, but by all means, you don't have to. So you like the you six five seven like six five? Okay. Right? I don't think I'd go to a seven. Probably okay. probably I'm closer to probably a six. Okay. It's just an average film. It's like like this this like review pretty much nails it. it. If you watch it one time, I, I suggest you do because A, it's a Disney Plus original. It's free when you have the service. And B, it's a Christmas movie. And I always like new Christmas movies. Um, C, Anna Kendrick. Stunning. And D, I, I like Bill Hader. He actually yeah. plays Santa at one point. Oh, cool, so cool. It, it, I like Bill. It can He's be funny. fun. It can be goofy. The middle, it can be a little schloggy, but it had a really good beginning, nice ending. I'm happy with it. Will we add it to our rotation every year? Time will tell, my friends. Time will tell. But I'm glad we watched it because it was a nice way to kick off the holiday season all right uh sam this one's for you buddy we got our first look at the rock as black adam kinda it was concept art but we also got a release date of december 22nd 2021 and it was i guess it was, it was shared by the rock on his you know instagram so you know it's legit so you know so you know it's real and then kind of you know boss logic and jim lee they collaborated and they did the the drawing and the art for the rock which he looks totally badass yeah and i guess i knew for quite a while because man thank god this is finally out because i'm tired of not talk, talking about it we are just over two years away and that seems like a long time but based on where we thought this film was in production oh, it's pretty close yeah, no, i think everyone was basically saying like 2023 2024 so to get like 21 it's like oh shit awesome yeah. just if, if i'm zachary levi i would want to bulk up just a little bit more i can't wait to see a trailer for this because if he looks anything like that concept I'll do it I'm just so all in on like, that like The Rock don't need to work out anymore like he's nah. he's ready he is he could wake up tomorrow and start shooting like that's how he is <laughs> and and he's, I think he's almost 50 yeah I think he's uh, yeah somewhere in his 40s and I believe um, knowing him he's gonna come up with get a, get a trainer get some crazy diet to get even more shredded and ripped because that's what the freak he does and I'm all in for this movie sign me up Dude, all we got was a drawing. <laughs> and we I'm got in. a release but date. Jim Lane and Boss Logic with yeah. the touch-ups. I'm in. Yeah, and plus we got that release date. We can't overshadow how cool that is that somebody dropped that release date and it happened to be The Rock because he's got millions well, well, and millions. No, and and that was the thing people didn't know because, okay, did Jumanji, did Jumanji 2. It's like now that there are rumors of Jumanji 3 and it's God knows how many other projects on, is on his backlog. He's yeah. a busy man. Except for Ballers, R.I.P. Kevin Feige says that the new Disney Plus series, all those stars will appear in the MCU films. And if you don't know what we're talking about, that's She-Hulk, that's Miss Marvel, and that's Moon Knight. And that was even the other two. I just, I just saw Moon Knight. Like eventually, <laughs> Moon Knight will appear in the movies, where he will be more badass than. And, and basically, show. I think we we touched on it last week. They said if you want to watch what the Phase Four, Phase Five, that's coming the next phase in the, the Marvel, Disney you're going to want to watch the TV shows to to really fully understand. It's all what's the going MCU. On. Yeah, all it's, of it's, it's considered all the yep. Marvel Cinematic Universe, the TV, and the which I think is a smart tie-in that they're making it all one shared universe. And again, it's making you fucking pony up the dog to buy Disney Plus so you can watch Loki and then still understand the. I mean, I, of I just love that. You know, it's only again if you want to get the month, it's only six ninety nine, and it's ten million people are on it. I mean, was it that just, was just day one? It's now. Been I day wonder four. how many people just got it just for Mandalorian. I don't know, but I, I will say if Mandalorian doesn't. Well, if if it wasn't available at launch, 
I don't pre-order that yet. I do because I, I have wait. a daughter. And yeah, that, you're, but for me, for, if there was nothing just old content, I wait. Yeah. I wait until Mandalorian or I wait for a, a Disney uh, a MCU show. I just I see. I think the seventy dollars a year, if you have that, is no, just, it's, it's a great, it's, it's, it's a great just, deal. You get two free months. Yeah, it's, it's, just, it's a great deal. What it boils down to, so it's, it's definitely the the more economical route if yeah. you can afford it up yeah. front. Uh, Andy Circus for an update to our story last week that Andy Circus was in talks to play Alfred. It is now official. Andy Circus is going to be Alfred for the Batman. If you want our full thoughts, check out last week's episode for that. But now that it's confirmed, it's just you said it. It's like it's going to be an adjustment. I mean, I, I, I see it, it for me. It was almost like a no. Oh, I want to say like Michael Caine. Like I like Michael Caine, but it took me like, oh shit, is he going to be good? And then he kind of blew me away, and he was a way better Alfred than I thought. Yeah. And I think Michael Caine was one of my favorite. Yes, yeah, say I think he is my favorite Alfred. I mean, shit. I mean, animation. Even the animated series Alfred, that was my boy. Yeah, yeah. But Andy <clears> Sargas, <throat> I think he's a, he's a great actor. I think he can bring something to this role. But I just I don't count anything official until Matt Reeves tweets about it. If he don't tweet it, because that's why I screenshot you of everything that was ever cast. That's when I know it's 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 stuff. It's it's for real. It's not bullshit. Yeah. And this this is we haven't heard anything about the updates on like Colin Farrell or Matthew McConaughey. We haven't heard yeah, anything on that, but we know Andy Serkis but is coming. I'll be keeping an eye on his Twitter. So if it's there, you'll know. We got our Batman and we got our Alfred. We're halfway there. Who plays Robin? We won't get Robin in the first film. Aaron Paul. Frozen 2 Media Impressions, a.k.a. the the Twitter roundup. A lot of people saw the film early. A lot of people were allowed to tweet a little bit of spoiler-freeness of what they thought. Um, Did did I read that someone, like, the few people said it was better than the first? uh, Yes. Okay. Just making sure that I read the right thing. Yes. People are gushing about this movie, saying that it is not only better than the sequel, but one of the best, I'm sorry, the original, but one of the best sequels Disney's ever made. Wow. Which actually isn't saying a lot when you consider The Lion King 2 and Little Mermaid 2 and Beauty and the Beast 2. We're all direct to DVD and pretty yeah, terrible. True. So, like, there aren't many, like, tons, like, maybe Toy Story 2. I mean, that's it, a Pixar film, too. So, if so facto, there aren't many actual good theatrical sequels. So, so get ready, guys. There's going to be a Frozen 3. Yeah. Oh that's, all I, that's all I just heard. And November 22nd is the release date. So next week. So we'll definitely have the review for you um, from IGN next week to get like the final thoughts. But we do have some final thoughts on the redesign of Sonic the Hedgehog for his movie. They dropped the trailer with the new Sonic. I saw some screenshots of the new Sonic compared to the old oh Sonic just to like... It's also is it's not, it's night and day. Story. Night and day. It also makes you remember how bad the other one just like yeah, looked. Hundred percent. What did you think of the new redesign? This is what should have been originally done. They nailed it. Hundred percent nailed it. This is. It was worth the money to go back and redo this film because if they released the shit that that they showed us the first time, it would have got shit all over. I still don't think the movie's going to be any good. I, I think it's going to be a trash I, popcorn movie, but it's Sonic and he looks right, and, so I'll see it. And I like the trailer. I like this tra- even the way he looked. Yeah, the scenes hit better. I like James Marsden. I'm still on the fence with Jim Carrey, Jim though. Carrey. I'm still... He just... It's Jim Carrey. It's not any... It's fucking hits the same role every time. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh my god, it's so great. And I'm like, he plays the same shit, and you guys eat it up. So does Adam Sandler. But Sandler, but he's got a different vibe. <laughs> Carrey's got, like, that prick personality. Uh-huh. After his crazy ass, and after what he did with Hit Girl 2, canceling the tour. Like, go fuck yourself. No. Don't be in a movie about violence. That's ah, too much violence. I can't do it. Oh, I, I'll take the paycheck, though. Go fuck yourself. Next. <laughs> Sonic? <laughs> so, like, no. Uh, I'm like, I'm hyped for Sonic? And that's it. And, and, and James Morrison. And James Morrison. That everyone else, burn. Speaking of video game movies, the Uncharted film, which has been in, like, development yes. hell, has cast its Sully, well, potentially... 
Uh, Mark Wahlberg is in talks to play Sully, the cigar smoking sidekick of Nathan Drake. See, I liked, and I liked this. You didn't like the Sully in the short with Nathan Fillion. I didn't care of the guy from like I, I can't think of his name. Big good character actor. He wasn't my favorite. I didn't like. I didn't really mind him so much. I didn't like the way they portrayed that Sully. I don't think. See, I didn't like that Sully. Sully I. I think I like him more than Mark Wahlberg. Like, and I and I really like Mark Wahlberg. You know what's funny? This movie's been in development so long. Mark Wahlberg was originally in talks to be Nathan Drake, and now he's Sully. Now he's Sully. <laughs> Die it just shows a the passage of time of how crazy and how long this movie's been in development because Tom Holland is now Nathan yeah. Drake. So, like to me, Mark Wahlberg, Sully's gonna have a thick ass Boston accent, which I'll get over. But like, if you put a white mustache and a comb over on Mark Wahlberg and give him a little yeah, CG I, wrinkle, I'm in, baby. No, I, I saw, think this is great. I saw someone do it, like him as Sully, and it, it swayed because at the front when they just showed me regular Mark Wahlberg, I was like, no fucking way. But then yeah. someone like mocked it up. I was like, okay. I can see it. I was like, okay. I mean, I'm going to see the movie no matter what. Yeah. I, I mean, I would still want a sequel to Nathan Fillion short. I want a sequel to it. <laughs> I wish Nathan Fillion was our Nathan Drake, but that's, again, if so facto. I'll Catch take him Tom, on the rookie, baby. I'll take Tom Holland. Is, you know, it's yeah, a pretty, same, good, same. pretty good plan B there. Did you watch this trailer for the animated film Scoob? I, I, I meant to. I saw, I, the an, I saw the animation, and I think that's why I didn't watch it. It's not. It's not that bad. Is it okay? Yeah, I just looked bad. at it. It just. It's just so kitty. It's. It is. Oh my god! This is totally it, to a me, pop name Scooby Doo audience. No, like, that's what this it's, is. It's what to me. It's what they did with Teen Titans. <laughs> Teen Titans Go. It went so kitty, and it just. It's like too kitty. I, I. I just don't know if I could get past it. I hope I do because I. I do love Scooby Doo. I just. I don't know. I. I didn't watch the trailer. I, I. I wasn't ready. Ready to watch it. It's an origin story. Oh. Oh. It's how Scooby met Shaggy. That's yeah. right. That's right. Plus but more. Did they, did I mean, plus they do more. that already? Plus more. I don't know, but this is plus yeah. more. They obviously they're grown up in the movie and they do like do some spooks, but I uh I I think it was really fucking charming. All right. I oh, that, that, that's good. That makes me feel good just the animation yeah. for me. It's like ugh. I think it was really fucking charming. There was uh, there was one complaint that Scooby talks way and, too much. And it's not Matthew Lillard's not Shaggy. That, no. and, that, and when he found out he was pissed. I remember yeah, that I tweet. I remember that tweet. I remember that tweet now. Now it makes sense the Scoob thing. It makes total sense. That was like a year or two yeah, ago. Yeah. So now maybe uh, maybe that was subconscious. Oh man, it ain't even, you know, the guy that been playing freaking <clears throat> yeah. Shaggy for 10 years. Yeah, Scooby Scooby does a little too much talking in a 2-minute trailer, so I have to think he's going to talk way too much in the movie and that's the thing that can drive me down for it i think scooby's funny when he comes in with the funny one-liners yeah. not full <laughs> sentences yeah, yeah and he in the trailer alone speaks very full sentences i mean perfect english and <laughs> over like you can totally understand it it's real bad um but I, I like it a lot um i think there was one point of the trailer when the name of the uh i think it was like coming soon but they put coming room Oh, okay. And they changed okay. the R to an S again to make it soon. Like, it was pretty cool. And it was kind of like, it, it made me feel good about them two meeting each other. Okay. It made me realize that, hey, listen, I'm never going to get a dog. But I'll <laughs> watch them be happy. The Ghostbusters 2020 film is reportedly now named Ghostbusters Afterlife, which I don't think is a very good choice. And it's not because of my anxiety. That is because I think, like, why? I don't get it. Why? We got to see a trailer to make sure it connects. So I don't know. May, maybe be. one of them dies or something. They come one back as a ghost. Did. No, they, like, they <laughs> I don't it, love like, it. When you, I'm saying you maybe they, like, Bill Murray's character died or something and they bring them back as a ghost. I don't, I don't, I'm just thinking what the hell they mean by afterlife. I mean, they are the ghost busters. And they, that is all about afterlife. So I, I get it. So one's a ghost and helps them catch another ghost. And then after it's settled, then he disappears forever and then we'll never get a Ghostbuster movie. Netflix has acquired the rights to the long in development Beverly Hill Cops. Sorry. 
Beverly Hills Cop yeah. 4 film, which will star Eddie Murphy reprising his role as Axel Foley, what, 30, 40 years later? At least 30 years. That is rough. I'm, But, dude, uh, whatchamacallit, Eddie Murphy kind of hitting off. Has it like, aged? No, no. He's rumored to be possibly doing a stand special for $80 million. He's filming. Uh, the frigs he's filming right now. This uh coming to America too, oh, yeah, and now yeah. this. So it's like, damn, Eddie Murphy's making a comeback. All the things he did in the fucking eighties, he's doing he's again. Making now. a comeback. It's crazy. I mean, I mean, I'll, I'll say it. I, I liked all the Beverly Hills movies. So I've never seen, but half of the first one. That's good. It's funny. I'm if you like Eddie Murphy, you'll like it. <coughs> I'm good on Eddie Murphy, dude. Doctor Doolittle's like, and I even like Norbit. So sue me. Wow. I never saw Norbit. So sue I, I me. Can't. I, even heard it was I didn't worst, mind worst Norbit. I saw Norbit in theaters. So sue me. Uh, Keanu Reeves will make a cameo in the new SpongeBob movie. We saw that trailer. Hey, and I, I love... I, I don't even think I like the movie animation of SpongeBob. It doesn't look good. I Did just, you see I, his character? Yeah, it, it just... He's a tumbleweed. Yeah, it's, it, with his face. It's a tumbleweed with his face in the middle. It's just like... It, it, it was at that moment I was like, okay, maybe Keanu's popping up in too much shit now. Now... You as a tumbleweed and SpongeBob, it's getting crazy. It was bad enough that you're going to be in uh, the next video game, Cyber Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk 2077. So now he's a add a tumbleweed to the old credit uh, to fucking <laughs> SpongeBob, like Ke- yeah. Keanu Reeves. Like let that sink in. Watch he's, he's a secret like SpongeBob fan. <laughs> as we move to the box office, the top ten for the week. Top ten, number ten, falling from number five at four point one million is the Adams Family. Number nine, falling from number six. At four point three million dollars is Zombieland Double Tap. Number four falling from number I'm sorry, number eight falling from number four at seven point four million is Harriet. Number seven falling all the way from number three is at eight point four million is Maleficent Mistress of Evil. Number six falling from number two at nine point two million dollars is Joker. Number five falling all the way from number one at ten point eight million dollars is Terminator Dark Fate. The top four, all brand new to the list. That's Number good. four at eleven point four million dollars, bombing, is <laughs> Last Christmas. That's the Amelia Clark Christmas movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Khaleesi's Christmas. Khaleesi's first Christmas. Oh, poor girl. Number three, new to the list at twelve point seven million. Assuming that's also a bomb. Don't really know the budget. Is uh, playing with fire from Paramount. Number two. Oh, is that, is that what John Cena? Oh, yeah, that is. That's John Cena. Yeah, that's a bomb. Number two, new to the list at $14.1 million, also bombing, because they know this movie had a bigger budget than that, is uh, Doctor Sleep, the old Shining tape. Oh, yeah, that's the sequel. I heard it was really good. Yeah, yeah, we reviewed it, too. Shame. It was very good. And at $17.9 million at number one, new to the list at Midway. Which I don't really, I'm not too familiar with. Oh, that was that was the war movie. Ed Skeeran's in it. Uh, oh, right, that actually right. looks pretty good. Yeah. So no movie doing over twenty million dollars this week. Thank you, Disney Plus. Well, actually, that was last week technically. So, if so facto, Disney Plus didn't really have anything to do with that. In theaters this week is the night before Christmas. That's K N I G H T. Frozen Two, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. 21 Bridges, Dark Waters, Knives Out, which I heard was really good. It got really good reviews. Queen and Slim, which is uh, the same uh, main character from Get Out. Um, kills a cop. Kills a white cop after getting pulled over. Oh, yeah, Saw yeah. the commercials for that movie. But that's actually a pretty stacked week. Oh, Frozen's going to kill that A weekend. lot of things going up against Frozen, which to me is not a great idea. 
to go up against Frozen, especially a beautiful day in the neighborhood. I just yeah. I feel like that movie deserves its day. Tom Hanks? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that movie deserves its day, and I'm, I don't think we're going to get it. No, I, well, wait for Blu-ray. As we move into the TV section, Titan Season 2, Episode 10, Fallen, what did you think? It was definitely better than Episode 9. Is that a thing, though? Is that, like, hard to do? Episode nine was like the worst. But the worst series. one, but it, it it was a it was a different episode <coughs> because what happens? It you know, wasn't named after a character. That is true. Fallen. It, it, it was basically what it was. You know, uh, Dick Grayson's in jail for what he did last episode. Something so very fucking stupid. But it it, it, it kind of it lets you know where Beast Boy's at. You kind of get the update on Superboy, but you finally get the first fucking hint of Nightwing, which you've been waiting for. No, for no, a me, no one, no one said Nightwing. It's just like. Like one guy's in jail and he sketches out this thing that he believes in that someone's going to save him, and which is a symbol of Nightwing. And it, that got me hyped because it's like, okay, there's only three episodes left. <coughs> yeah, Nightwing's coming. I don't know if it's going to be this episode. I think we're not going to see him until twelve or thirteen. But you think it's definitely this season? One hundred percent. We're definitely going to see him in Nightwing. But it, it, it was good because they needed. It. If it was another stinker, I, w- I would have been a little upset. Here's the IGN review: The seesawing nature of Titan season two continues this week. Fallen has its moments, particularly whenever it focuses on the struggling Gar Logan and sets the stage for Dick's transformation into Nightwing. But in general, this series has become more scattered than ever, ignoring many characters and plot threads and failing to take advantage. The series needs to unify these many competing stories before the finale arrives. 6-5. mediocre. I would say it's a little better than that, but I understand what they're saying, but they said that from the beginning that... It's it's a growing cast. And how are you going to? I understand like that from the beginning. But well, the show's been renewed for season three already, so we know that, we're getting more Titans. So, and that's good that we're going to get more Nightwing, and and hopefully now that you know, I think they might have still like I saw them still kind of on set, so I don't know if they were still filming something or maybe they're touching something up. But hey, three episodes left, and uh, hey, I'm all in. And then we get more this later this year. I'm sorry, late. It'll probably late be 2020? late 2020. I would imagine late 2020. The Witcher gets a season two before season one even begins. Yeah, and this was like legit no surprise. I think it was what, four days before that the, one of the producers came out and said, oh, we mapped out seven seasons. And we're still a month away from release. Yeah, so I was like, okay, you mapped out seven. So season two, I was just like, okay. <clears throat> the season two, which we're already talking about, is planned for a 2021 release with eight episodes. I think season one is also eight episodes. I, th- I, th- I think it is also, and, and it makes sense that they did it early. They wanted yeah. to lock down Henry. That, that, that's all that was. Here's an update to a story from last week's podcast when we talked about a Friends reunion potentially in the works. Uh, we are getting a Friends re- – well, let's let's take it back from we are getting. There are absolute talks in the beginning stages and negotiations for a Friends reunion one-time special for HBO Max. Not a recurring series, but a one-time reunion show on HBO Max. I think that would be kind of cool for 15 bucks a month. I, Except for me, because I'm an HBO subscriber already, so, so, so I get you, it for so you free. Get it. I mean, I will. If there's will, there's way. I will find a way to watch it because hey, I watch. I think I would like to think I watched all Friends episodes. That yeah. that was always my shit. Kind of bracket <clears throat> up. I always Chandler and Joey. They were just the best. The Moon Knight series for Netflix. I'm sorry for Disney Plus will be written by the Umbrella Academy's writer, which was the Netflix, not the comics. We know that was Gerard Way who created that. Uh, Jeremy Slater. So uh, if you liked Umbrella Academy for Netflix, it's in good hands here, the Moon Knight series. Yeah, and because when I watched Umbrella Academy, I knew I knew it was a comic, never read it. Right. And I, I literally didn't even watch a trailer. To, I went in completely Same. blind. Same. And that it really surprised me. That was a really good show. And yeah. It has since kind of fallen off the map for me a little bit because it didn't it didn't do anything to really stick or be memorable. But I enjoyed my time with it. Yeah, and I, I still you know remember some big, big plot points that happened. It's just my only thing. 
Just don't have Moon Knight in his costume as a fucking business suit. That is my my biggest gripe. Please actually give him a good costume. I know his suit would be cheaper and easier. Just please, God, no. Zombie Cap and Iron Cap looking like strong possibilities for Marvel's What If series based on some art we saw. Well, it, lo- well, it looked like <clears throat> Zombie Captain America versus Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. So I'm in. I think I'm all in for all these what ifs. The what if series was my number one most anticipated show for Disney Plus, just because of the possibilities and the potential. Do whatever the f- you want. You could you could do Deadpool kills the, the Marvel universe. You could do Wolverine. And if you know me in animated shows, it takes a lot for me to get into an animated show. This is what it would take. Yeah. Some crazy shit that would never happen in the MCU. And what was the other I one? Kind of disconnect myself. Uh, T'Challa, Black Panther. He's Star Lord instead of Black Panther. That's cool. Um, yeah. Peggy Carter, she's capped. So it's like they have some cool stories lined up. And dude, whatever MC, even if fucking sad to say, God forbid, even if a Squirrel Girl TV show came, I would bite my tongue so hard and watch it. Just because I want to see. You do watch The Walking Dead after all. Yeah, so it's like, but again, if it's going to connect in the the universe, I want to see, you know, I don't want to miss nothing. Yep. This is where we're going to house our top three for the week. Netflix and Nickelodeon announce, announce a multi-year exclusive partnership to revive some old shows, but also make some new ones. Smartest move both of them could have done. Yeah, somebody was like, oh, they're doing this because Disney Plus's numbers. I'm like, you think they did no. this in two days? Yeah. This, this, is this shit has been planned for months. I think Nickelodeon saw the, the trouble on the wall years ago, yeah. and they, they realized that they needed to do something fast well, or they were in Nickelodeon trouble. Has, has currently a partnership with Verve. The streaming service, yeah. like seven or eight bucks a month, you get every fucking Nickelodeon Nicktoon ever, which is great if you're an old Nick fan like myself. Yeah. <clears throat> so I love that. I hope that this isn't just for the new content. I hope the old content leaves Verve and goes to Netflix. 100%. That would be a huge I, that, that win. That was my understanding. Yeah. That would be a huge win. I didn't get that, but I hope I hope that that happens. Um, but this is where we're going to have our top three. Our top three. <clears throat> shit we'd like to see from happen from this partnership basically it could be a revival of an old show a brand new show or maybe a continuation of an old show as well so we just wanted to keep it wide open top three things we want to see happen or come from be birthed by this netflix nickelodeon partnership my number three <clears throat> i want a better doug reboot bring back that's disney's i don't know if disney still owns that property <laughs> They own, that's why they. That's why it got shitty. Well, Disney, oh, Disney, Disney bought it in season four, and it went to Disney Channel, and then they got the new voice acting and the new animations. Yeah, now, which, which sucked, sucked to me. Bring back <coughs> Billy West. I just don't know if they have that the rights good, anymore. I don't know. I I hope that that's what to me. Looking at the list, I tried to stay away from things that either came out with a special or on Netflix or forty five. I tried to stay away from that stuff because there was a. I, I wanted so much shit. Yeah, but Doug, I I, I love the original. What four seasons it was? They were great. Billy West is, is fucking great, and I would love I would just love more. It's so crazy that Doug and uh, Philip Fry, Philip J. Fry are the same person. Yep, I love that. Yeah. Billy West, the first thing any of us ever heard Billy West you, in nineteen ninety one. I went back clicking on shows. Billy West is almost on every single show I, I clicked on in Nickelodeon. Oh no shit, that's good. Uh, my number three is a revival of a Nicktoon. It's my only Nicktoon on the list, um, just because I think the world needs to see more Rocket Power. Great show. I love that show. And I, I don't... A continuation of yes, where it left off? A, a okay. continuation of where it left off. It, it didn't have a giant run. I think it only had a couple seasons. Uh, I, I'd imagine that was in the late 90s, maybe 2000 yeah. is when that came out. I'd imagine the original voice cast is probably out at this point. They don't probably want to take that. But if you... 
give them a cast of voices that are similar and you want to bring back the same characters, I'm fine with that. Or if you want to reboot it with all new characters, I'm fine with that. Although I like Reggie and Otto, you know, and, yeah, and, and the gang. Twister and Sam. That's the four. My, I can't remember the uncle. Maybe I get to it. My number two, Hey Arnold, live action. Oh, shit. The only thing I would want, <coughs> the only wow. thing. How are you going to get a football head? Well, and, and that's... And, and that's CG? The, and, well, that's the thing you, you're going to have to... Just accept that. I don't know how you're going to have to fucking do that shit. But the only thing I wanted, it's what I, one thing I loved about the show was his room. I loved his skylight. I like pressed a button. Couch came out. His boy, was Gerald, popped out of it. Like I just, yeah. his room was always like, I felt like it was like high tech, like sophisticated. I didn't have that room growing up. So I would look at his room. Man, that room's so badass. You know who would star in that show? The grandpa. He was the fuck. Oh, I, dude, it, from, he could be. He dude, could steal a live action from, if they dude, got the from right guy. From the fish episode, the, when the giant fish that they catch, to, you, to the train station episode, I, I fucking love Hey Arnold. You know my favorite episode where they turn the back lot into a baseball field. Oh, great! Great episode. And if you Frank Sinatra Jr. Junior. as Dino Spumoni. I mean, come on. Rest in peace, name. Frank Sinatra Jr. By the way, what a great cartoon name, Dino Spumoni. I, I'm, dude, I never forgot. I haven't seen Hamilton in fucking 10 plus years. I still know Dino Spumoni. That's a great baseball name. Now yeah. batting, right fielder. And, and they had the baseball when he met the guy at the end. He threw a pitch at the head of the catch. They're like, dude, it was a great show. Dino Spumoni. Yeah. Spumoni. Uh, my number two is a revival of an old show, but for a new generation, salute your shorts, the new campers. Hey, the kids got, got it, baby. Salute your shorts, the new campers. I'm talking new cast. I'm talking new camp. I'm talking, ah, no, let's go back to Anawana. Let's stay there at Camp Anawana. But let's let's bring back that vibe and, like, how great, what a fucking great show. And yeah. it was so short. They didn't have three seasons. Uh, Zeke all, the all Plumber. All I said to shorts. <laughs> yeah. Salute your shorts, the new campers. For yeah. a new generation of people to fall in love with the show that was the first non-cartoon Nickelodeon show that, that captured my heart. I'm not talking like Double Dare and yeah, yeah, the yeah. game yeah. shows. But like this was the first, hey, dude was okay. Salute your shorts yeah. was epic. Yeah. Okay. My number one went a little different one. I want Rocket Power, but I didn't want a continuation. I wanted 10 years later, and I want Otto and Regina running the restaurant and the surf shop. They're, I want their dad to have passed away. <coughs> oh, shit. Like maybe five years, whatever. Ray, Uncle Ray, he was so Ray's fat. not in it. You still have Sam and Twister. They're mm-hmm. still there. They're helping with the shop. They're still doing competitions. And Tito is he's Tito, still he's still there, and he's still cooking in the kitchen. So I felt like you had to have you. I don't want to have both. I want it to be the same show. Raise out just Tito, and it's just them. Either it's Otto or someone going to do a competition, and they're they're again they're, they're struggling, they're hustling to to keep up, you know, keep up the shot. Uh, my number one is a revival of Nick Arcade with Phil Moore oh. as our host. See, I thought you were going to say his son. Okay. Cool. Phil Moore is our host, just like the old days. And I would keep Mikey as the video game mascot. I would ke- I wouldn't make it the PlayStation Four and Xbox One, Nintendo Switch. I would make it the old school retro arcade games. I would make it that the kids go back into the awful green screen. I would just do it in today's contemporary setting. I think it would be fan fucking tastic. Cool. Nick Arcade. Also, 
you know, go listen to our interview with Phil Moore, host of Nick Arcade and Nickelodeon Icon. That was one of my favorite interviews ever. We know our intro this week. Oh, I know, right? I probably definitely have to do that one. <laughs> it's Phil Moore, the Nick Heyman, and you're listening to Greg and Sam, one of them. Just, and he, what a guy. And he does it a lot better. What a sweetheart. <laughs> uh, I don't really want to go over all of Full Gear. We are running pretty long tonight. Uh, so just a real quick, if you don't watch AEW Dynamite, which... Chris Jericho, still the champion, beat Cody. M- uh, MJF turned on Cody. Awesome heel turn. Looks to be joining the inner circle with Chris Jericho. That's all well and good. Jericho, another hilarious promo. But what you need to do, if you have never watched Dynamite, which is the Wednesday night show for AW and TNT, this past week when we had our full gear pay-per-view, John Moxley in a lights-out match versus Kenny Omega in one of the bloodiest, grossest, goriest fucking awesome 45 minutes of pure garbage hardcore wrestling that i've ever seen blood guts and tears awesome john moxley gets the win over kenny omega by ddting him onto the ripped up ring the wood underneath of it smashes head wide open awesome stuff comes out beats the shit out of kenny's friend in two seconds says anybody out there who wants to fuck with me you're gonna fucking die you can't touch me peace out who comes out to challenge him about 20 minutes later. On a skateboard? <laughs> Darby Allen. My boy. Next week on Dynamite, we are getting Darby Allen versus John Moxley, and that is must watch. Yeah, that, that'll be that'll be a good match. Oh, and by the way, Luchasaurus came back early yeah, from his I saw I, Even I saw his tweet and said, I'm back. Yeah, he was supposed yeah. to come back in like another month or two, and he came back last night, looked great, big old kicks, the tail whips, the back flips. I love me some Luchasaurus. Sam, what's your CGC spot <clears throat> this week? CGC Spotlight. It, it, and now this book, it's I don't see a lot of people owning this book. Um, I don't know why, but I went with Detective Comics 471. I have it in 9-8 white pages. It's the first modern appearance of Hugo Strange. Came out in August 1977. Steve Englehart's story and Marshall Rogers and Terry Austin cover and art. Got it. You know, it's a new stand edition. It's because you ever, you don't, you, I think the last time you saw him was in the Golden Age. So to me, this is like, it's, it's a pretty tough book and, and come to find out that there's only, besides my copy, there's only 22 other nine eights on that are listed on CGC's census. White pages too. Yeah. So there's only, like, there's 23. That's it. And there's, you know, there's 39 nine sixes, 27 nine fours. So there's really not that many in high grade. Last nine eight sale was 265, 12 month average is 300. It's to me, it's, it's a cheap book that if, if you like Hugo <coughs> Strange, I, it's, it's one of the few books that's rare but also cheap. Yeah, exactly. And it, there's not many. You know, there for other 20, 23 copies. I think I saw one on there's one on eBay right now if, if you really wanted it. But it, I can't afford his first appearance. I think it was Detective Comics, maybe 36. It's much like a maybe a 10, 20 grand book if yeah. you really, if how bad do you want Hugo Strange? But if you wanted like a, a little, like a minor Bronze Age key, I think this is the book. Also, fact that another reason why I found it later that an episode of Batman the Animated Series was based off this. That it's called <laughs> The Strange Secret of Bruce Wayne. And I actually legit just watched it maybe four days ago because I'm on the run through of the Blu ray set. And in, in, the, in the comics, it's basically after Batman battles with Dr. Foster's, he, he doesn't feel right. He feels kind of sick. So he tells Alfred to. Basically, call someone. He sends him to Gray Towers. He's meted by this this Doctor Todd Hunter, and he's told you know, to rest in your room, even though it's like twelve o'clock in the afternoon. He's he's like something's not right. He feels something's woozy. Something's going on. 
come to find out that you know, something's not right. So he, in his secret hatch, of course, in his suitcase, there's a spare fucking bat suit. Come to find out, he goes, sees the doctor and, and his and his cohorts kind of doing something shady. And then basically, like the cover is, he's ripping off the mask and to reveal Doctor Strange. And then it's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And as Venom's about to get, or as Venom, as Batman's about to get Doctor Strange, Batman gets bit by a snake from his one of his cohorts, which knocks him unconscious. And before Doctor Strange splits, peeks off his mask, sees that Batman's Bruce Wayne. He leaves it ends, and he gets away. So I thought it was a cool book. Detective Comics 471, 98 White Pager, newsstand edition. SeaWorld on the back with Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, and Robin riding the little skis. Come see us at SeaWorld. That's crazy. <laughs> Save 75 cents on your ticket. So and, and you bet your ass. Most probably why there's not that many offer high was, grade copies. People offer was that. only valid through December thirty first, nineteen seventy seven. So we're a couple years. You saved seventy five cents. That's think you about know, that. Off your forty five dollar <laughs> ticket in twenty nineteen. Uh, Sam, I'll kick off the pick of the week this week. My pick of the week, not a movie, not a video game, not a television show, not a comic, not music. A well, board hot game. damn, what's left? A board game? A book. I know, I know how to read. It's crazy. I'm, I'm blown away. <laughs> hey, tell me about it. Me too. Uh, the Lost Causes of Bleak Creek. Um, a little horror, a little mystery, a little funny humor. Uh, written by Rhett and Link of Good Mythical Morning, Mythical Entertainment. Um, $30 at Barnes & Noble. I picked it up for $15.95. So, like, super psyched on that to get it half off. I'm only a couple chapters in, but I really like it. It's a little weird because it's, I think it's Rex and something. So, like, they're really close to their actual names. And they basically wrote it based on the hometown they grew up in. So, like, it's a little jarring that I'm just like, why can't you just call them Rhett and Link? I'd be happy to read a book with your goddamn names in it. But it's like, I think it's like, it's Rex and, like, Liam or something like that. Uh, instead of Rhett and Link, but it's a really, really good book. Good Mythical Morning has been my pick of the week before. It's still my probably my favorite YouTube channel as as of right this moment. They have 16 million subscribers, oh, I nice. believe now. Nice. So they're a huge, a huge uh, fucking powerhouse in the YouTube space. And now they've written their second book. It's really, really good so far, and I'm looking forward to uh, hopefully finishing it by 2026. Oh, fuck, huh? give me fucking five more years, six. <laughs> okay, my pick of the week. I saw Good Boys. Good. Dude. It was pretty good, wasn't it? I, I, I went in with the lowest of expectations. It was pretty good. I, I, mean, the, I mean, the lowest. Yeah. I mean, based on my review, it was it was pretty good. It's 89 minutes long. Yeah, I know. Not even They couldn't even make it 90. It's a hard R. Yeah, it is a hard, hard R. Hard R. Yeah. $20 million budget. Already made over 111 Basically, this is it was produced by Seth Rogen. Mm-hmm. It's a retelling. Uh, what uh, the fuck's that movie? Superman. Yeah, it's it's the retelling for for younger kids. It's they're sixth graders. They're trying to go to a party for the cool kids. Guy drinking beers, curse words. <coughs> you have a nice little cameo. Um, what's his name? God damn, I'm, I'm fucking blanking on his goddamn name. Steven Merchant has a funny ass freaking part. I was cracking up. And Will Forte plays the, the mm-hmm. one kid's dad. Mm-hmm. Also, the kid's playing Robin in the new Harley Quinn show coming out. But, dude, I, I thought it was funny. Yeah. I mean, the guy, we, we were cracking up watching. Me and Buddy were watching. And I was like, dude, I did not expect this to be this fucking funny. Mm-hmm. Told dude. you. It's pretty good. Dude. I, did you pick up the part where I was saying that, like, when they 
buy the drone for $600 oh and all they wanted was like 25 yeah. bucks worth of Molly, they could have just... Dude, dude, it, dude, that was just a really terrible plot hole. But other Dude, than but that, when he went, when they went to the frat house and they and he lit him up with paintballs, dude, I yeah. was dying. That was... And then he goes, oh, I, I know, thank God I know my house in the back of my hand. And yeah. he's shredding the whole house, dude. I was cracking up. Yep. I, I, Dude, if you want, you have an hour and a half, you just want to have a good... Not even. 89 minutes. If you just if you just want to just go and just kind of just have some stupid fun, stupid laughs, yep. check out Good Boys. Yeah, pretty good movie. And we'll be back for episode 161 next week. We're going to have Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order impressions, Pokemon Sword and Shield impressions, more on The Mandalorian. Uh, so, again, huge stuff in our future. And hopefully a pretty cool announcement coming real soon. Had to hit you with the tease. Couldn't not do that. So we'll see you next week, episode 161. We have spoken.